We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 10th, 2011. And this is going to be, I believe, part 11 of our teaching on hidden Luciferians in Christian culture. And continuing with where we left off before, we're going to be looking at some CCM, Christian Contemporary uh, Musicians. And the first one we're going to be looking at, which a lot of you may not be aware of, <clears throat> but I believe that it's worth talking about, is a lady named Marcia Stevens. And the reason I talk about her is because she is considered the mother of contemporary Christian music. Okay, Now the Bible says in Psalm 11 verse 3, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So she was one of the foundational uh, women that brought about this movement. In 1971, the first Christian rock album was recorded, titled Come to the Waters by... Uh, by the group Children of the Day, <clears throat> led by singer Marcia Stevens. Her song, quote, For Those Tears I Died, was the spark that ignited the CCM wildfire. Dr. Mark Powell, author of an encyclopedia of contemporary Christian music, writes, Marcia certainly deserves to be known as the mother of contemporary Christian music, on page 870. CCM's mother is also a militant lesbian. Marcia started the spiritually perverted group BALM, which stands for Born Again Lesbian Music. I'm not making this stuff up. And here's a picture of Marcia and her lesbian lover. Give you a little picture you can see there. And uh, they're, you know, they're there in this picture. Next one, a guy or a group called King's X. Another popular CCM group is King's X, despite the fact that King's X member, Doug Pinnock, is a proud homosexual. They are still romancing, romanced by the Christian world. Pinnock told Aquarian Weekly in May of 2000, Yeah, I'm gay, big deal. That's what, that's what his quote was. So, he doesn't think it's a real big deal. During Christian concerts, Pinnock proudly wore the homosexual trademark, the Pink Triangle. Viciously denouncing Christianity, Pinnock told Metal Maniacs, quote, I finally just kind of somehow weaned myself out of religion, out of the whole thing to the point where I just do not believe in Christianity anymore at all. Why do people live their lives for God, wasting their lives? And these are all reference quotes. And this is, this is Christian, a CCM group that's promoted as a Christian CCM group. You know, I, I can see why they would. I mean, they're all militant lesbians or homosexuals, and none of them want anything to do with God. I mean, you know, what's not to, you know, what's not to like? Uh, so let's go further. Even after Pinnock's hate-filled attacks on Christianity and his, his promotion of homosexual perversion, Dr. Powell writes in an encyclopedia of contemporary Christian music, King's X is one of the most popular and most highly respected Christian bands in the world. Now, this guy that's writing this encyclopedia of contemporary Christian music who's promoting them promotes not only militant lesbian Marcia Stevens, who wrote, who, who, who uh, formed her own group, Bomb, Born Again Lesbian Music, which stands for Born Again Lesbian Music, but also promotes and commends Doug Pinnock of King's X, who's also an open homosexual that says no, he wants nothing to do with Christianity. And Dr. Powell, in the Encyclopedia of Contemporary Christian Music, says King's X is one of the most popular, most highly respected Christian bands in the world. End of quote. Says it on page 489. I mean, how totally demented. Popular CCM author Mark Joseph incredibly calls Pinnock's homosexual outing as a, quote, courageous confession. End of quote. This is the state of affairs in the church at large, and in the CCM movement, and in many, many other factions of people that would call themselves Christians. Sandy Patty is the next one we're looking at. <clears throat> oh, not Sandy Patty. Oh yes, Sandy Patty. In 1995, shockwaves shook the CCM planet. CCM's queen of clean, Sandy Patty, confessed to committing adultery since 1991 which would have been four years, with singer Don Pestless. And he was not her first, Christianity Today reports. According to several independent sources, who at different times were aware of Patty's activities, she took part in two extramarital relationships, in both cases with married men. 
During much of Sandy Patty's CCM career, when she was committing adultery with married men, and I'm not saying they were any better, okay? I had some lady post this, try to post this comment up on the, on the site saying I was just targeting, uh, Amy Grant. Basically, I'm just like a homosexual, or homosexual, a chauvinistic pig, essentially. What, she's like, what about the men? I'm not giving them a free pass either. Okay? She just didn't like the fact that I went after her idol. Somebody that she put on a pedestal. She couldn't refute one thing. She just had to try to attack me and my methods or whatever. I'm just reporting this stuff. This is stuff that's widely known. I'm not making this stuff up. The the, the actual documentation of what we're saying is actually within the articles that we're talking about. If you wanted to go back and actually see the source um, article. So... During much of Sandy Patty's career, she was committing adultery with married men. When Sandy Patty came out on stage giving testimony and singing for the Lord, she was committing adultery. Sandy soon divorced her husband and married her adulterous companion, Pestilus, even though her husband was willing to forgive her and restore their marriage. I mean, this is just unbelievable. But, oh, we'll just give her a little, maybe tiny slap on the hand. Keep going. As long as you say you're doing it for God, we believe you. You know, it's all good. Nothing disqualifies you from ministry anymore. Nothing. You can do whatever you want. Why not just join the First Church of Satan? You know, to boot. Well, probably a lot of them are doing that, actually. Covertly. Psychoheresy Awareness writes, quote, Patty's rising popularity is indicative of the trashed condition of Christians who claim the name of Christ but will not follow the doctrines of the Bible. Marrying a partner in adultery does not make the relationship right. It's not a marriage God would recognize, that's for sure. It constitutes a continual condition of disobedience to God. How does one repent of adultery when one continues in an ongoing relationship with a former accomplice in adultery? By the way, Sandy Patty is more popular than ever. Uh, Proverbs 30.12 has Sandy's name written all over it. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done no wickedness. That's exactly the verse that would describe her. And again, I'm not letting any of the men off the hook either. They're no better. But that does describe her. And speaking of men, let's talk about Ray's. I hadn't really ever heard of these guys. Um, one of CCM's recent emerging stars was the dance hip-hop group Rays. In 2001, Rays singer, founder, and former dancer for Carmen, I mean, if he came from Carmen's group, he got to be good, right? Okay. Uh, Mark, Ja-Mark ja Davis, sorry, Ja-Mark. That's his full name, Ja-Mark he was arrested and charged with five counts of lewd molestation, three counts of rape by instrumentation, oh, that's nice, and three counts of forcible sodomy. His three victims were ages 13, 16, and 16. Incredibly, much of the time, Ray's was supposedly singing for the Holy Lord Jesus, the lead singer, was molesting 13-year-old girls and 16-year-olds. Forcible sodomy? Three counts of rape by instrumentation? We're talking about as bad as it gets here. Loudly testifying to CCM's total lack of any Christian convictions or accountability, a few months after Davis was arrested for molesting a 13-year-old girl, the prestigious Dove Awards honored Ray's with two Dove Awards. Those should be slime bucket awards. Devil awards. You believe this? Here's a picture of Jamark Davis from the Oklahoma Sex Offender website. If you want to see what a picture he looks like so you can make sure you keep your uh, children away from this guy. Earrings in both ears, too. Nice big ones, too. Really, really masculine. So the Dove Awards, months after this guy got caught doing this, they honor the group Rays with two Dove Awards. 
I mean, it's like you're in the twilight zone reading this stuff. The Bible says in Isaiah 5.20, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. If that's not called good evil, or, or evil good, I don't know what is. When the Dove Awards would award this satanic behavior. Not to mention their music themselves. They look like some kind of hip-hop dance band. Philippians 3.18 says, For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ. That would apply to basically all the people that we've talked about today regarding the CCM industry. How could I come to any other conclusion? And then the next verse says, Whose end is destruction, they're bound for hell, whose God is their belly, meaning they worship the God of self. Whatever feeds their carnal desires, that's their God. That, that's Their God is themselves. And whose glory is their shame. Who mind earthly things. Talk about glory. whose glory is their shame. You honor this wicked group. One of the guys just got caught molesting a 13-year-old and two 16-year-old girls in like the most horrific way possible. But they they want to they want to give glory to the shame. That is sick. Frank Breeden, president of Gospel Music Association, said, "Quote: If they, meaning Rays, should win, it would go to them." And means means even though, in spite of all of the charges against this Jamark Davis, if they win the award, it's still going to go to them. We're not going to take it away. Come on. Breeden then describes Davis's child molestation, rape, and sodomy charges as simply a, quote, moral difficulty. I'm speechless. Breeden, who is Breeden? President of the Gospel Music Association. He describes this molestation of these underage girls for sodomy as a moral difficulty? He's no better than, than Jamar Davis, as far as I'm concerned. Anybody that would justify this, it is no wonder much of the Christian music is wallowing in the moral and spiritual sewers because the leaders label Christ's uh, child molestation as a, quote, moral difficulty and also honor the pervert with two double awards? Man, I mean, unbelievable, but all documented. Michael English, in 1994, was an unprecedented night at the famous Dove Awards. Here we go to the Dove Awards again. CCM superstar, former Bill Gaither trio star Michael English won an unbelievable, record-breaking six Dove Awards. Just as unbelievable, less than 24 hours later, English called a press conference to confess to an adulterous affair with Maribeth Jordan of the CCM group First Call. To make matters even worse, both were married and Jordan was pregnant with English's illegitimate child. This is just, this is just a typical walk in the park for the CCM movement. The reason that I think that Nothing said is because everybody's doing all this really wicked, perverted stuff. So who could point a finger at one another? They're all doing it, it sounds like. They're all in some level of really huge moral depravity here. So am I going to be the one that points a finger at this guy? You know, hell no, you know, well, no, there's, there's no way I'm going to do something like that. I can't do that. Because it's totally permeated through the whole movement. Hebrews 13.4 says, But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. I mean, I, I don't know what Bible these people are reading. I really don't. Despite English's highly publicized adultery, the very next year, he won another Dove Award for his recording with the Bill Gaither Group. English soon filled tabloids with such 
juicy slime as frequenting strip clubs, dating a stripper, being arrested for assault charges filed uh, by his shacked-up girlfriend. During much of this open sin decadent time, English was still happily working within the CCM world. In 2000, English was arrested and pleaded guilty to 12 counts of illegally obtaining prescription painkillers. Good, he's getting heavily into the pharmacia, which I'm sure a ton of them are. Despite his open rebellion, English can still be found performing Christian concerts, though. And for a while, even hosting the Michael English Show on TBN. What? Well, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Paul Crouch is a, is a, is a you know, he's a homosexual sodomite. So, I mean, why would, I mean, if the head is sick, the whole body is going to be sick. There's, you know, anything goes with these guys. You didn't hear about that? Have uh, you heard about the Paul Crouch thing with he had that uh, adulterous affair? <laughs> adulterous. With Lonnie Ford, his limo driver? The uh, drug addict, uh, ex-convict limo driver that he tried to pay off? Yeah, you might want to look that up. We could do a whole study on Paul Crouch. Despite his open rebellion, English can be found performing at Christian concerts and for a while even hosting the Michael English show. English flippantly says of his drug addiction, forced prescriptions, and arrest, quote, it was an innocent mistake. It could happen to anybody, end of quote. Wow, that sounds like true repentance to me. I mean, they don't admit sin, they just justify they just justify. As though it's not sin. So, going further, why air out all this dirty laundry infesting CCM? Because Christians need to wake up to the fruits of rock music. Rock music was born and bred with the seeds of rebellion. Calling it Christian and changing a few words will not transform the rebellious nature of rock music. I mean, in these cases, we're talking about rebellion against rebellion in some cases against your spouse in the form of adultery, rebellion against um, your, your own gender when it comes to homosexuality, leaving the natural use of the body, as the Bible talks about in Romans 1, women burning after women and men going after men. You know, it's, it is true rebellion. And this spirit of rebellion permeates through these CCM people and blinds them. And they think, I have no sin. I've done nothing wrong. It can happen to anybody. I'm still a good role model. Oh, man. Calling it Christian and changing a few words will not transform the rebellious nature of rock music. The Encyclopedia Britannica Yearbook for 1956 describe rock and roll as, quote, insistent savagery, deliberately competing with the artistic ideals of the jungle, end of quote. Secular rocker Lita Ford got it right when she said, listen, rock and roll ain't church, it's nasty business. You gotta be nasty too. If you're goody-goody, you can't sing or play it, end of quote. Homosexual rock star David Bowie said, Quote, rock has always been the devil's music. I believe rock and roll is dangerous. I feel we're only heralding something even darker than ourselves. End of quote. I give all, all the actual quotes of where it was said. It's all here. I'm just not, I'm not speaking that for the sake of time. Clearly the fruits of CCM stink with the stench of sin and rebellion of the rock music industry. This next part is just an excerpt. It's the myth of contemporary Christian music. Undoubtedly the most outspoken promoter of Christian rock is CCM artist Charlie Peacock. In his book, At the Crossroads, Peacock admits Christian rock is not reaching lost people. Peacock pulled 30... And this is the, the most outspoken promoter? Is openly admitting it's not reaching lost people? Peacock pulled 35, 35 popular CCM artists. He asked them to, quote, estimate the number of letters received from non-Christians over the span of their careers. And, and I'm thinking, by this he means the number of non-Christians that were converted. I, I don't know, but he doesn't really s specify. Peacock writes, quote, only 
over 50% gave 10 or fewer letters as their answer. Now, these are groups that are supposedly performing in front of, like, thousands of people per night. If there were really, truly people getting saved, didn't you, won't you think that there would be a lot of people that were um, unsaved that would write them to say, Oh, I miraculously got saved to the Lord Jesus Christ through your wonderful ministry. 50% of these 35 popular CCM artists who have performed in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people said they only got 10 or fewer letters from, un, from non-Christians. And their whole, the whole span of their careers, 10 or fewer. And I don't believe that, that, that doesn't even specify if they said they got saved. I told, I've told this story many times, but it, it relates to this. I was at, when I was in that Pentecostal church in um, Cape Coral, Florida, they had this big rock, Christian rock band that came out. I forget, it was a real popular one. I forget the name, though. And we were all, like, we were, like, intercessor team, and we were all out there praying during the concert, and then they gave the altar call at the end. And At the end, they had, like, this gigantic amount of people that came, like, supposedly made a profession of faith and they, they came to the back and and we were praying with them and I thought to myself while this was all happening, I looked around and I said I never saw this many people get saved, ever, in my life and I thought, man, I can't wait till this Sunday, because we're going to have an explosion of, of people in the church you know, because they were all local there was no reason for them not to not to, um, you know I came there that Sunday and it was one of the most deadest, least amount of people we've ever had. There not Was there not more? There was less amount of people in that church than I think I just about ever seen. I did not recognize one new person in that congregation the next Sunday. I saw zero fruit. And that was when I think one of the things God used to start cluing me in to the fruit of CCM. And I wasn't even a big CCM person at all. I never really was. I think coming out of really heavy metal, the kind of music I listen to, I think that I had a little bit better perspective to know that this is just garbage. You know? <laughs> I know what that, I know the fruit that music breeds, and, I'm, and I just never really got into it that much. Little bit, but not very much. Um... Not CCM. I, I was into more other types uh, of, of music that I guess you could call Christian. We're going to discuss that a little bit more as well in some upcoming teachings. So, getting back to this, Peacock writes, Over 50% gave 10 or fewer letters as their answer. He adds, We must give serious consideration to the possibility that we're producing very little evangelism and cultural pen- penetration for the cause of Christ. No, they're actually doing... It's not even that they're doing very little. They're doing Satan's bidding. They're not, they're, this isn't not of God. They're not winning souls to Jesus Christ. They're not encouraging people to live clean, pure, righteous lives. They're not encouraging or, or influencing people to live holy. I mean, just look at the, the people that we just talked about. There is, they're, they're worse than a lot of people in the secular world. And that's going to be their example? Man, I mean, it's pretty bad. Um, so, he says, CCM's producing very little evangelism and cultural penetration for the cause of Christ. Now, this is from his book. And this is from CCM's greatest supporter and proponent, Charlie Peacock. This is what he says. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And they, I even give you a picture of the book that it comes from. At the crossroads. Christian rock is not getting people saved. And it is spiritually blinding and perverting Christians. That's what its real fruit is. Matthew 7.13 Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way which leadeth, that leadeth to destruction. And many there be that go thereat. See, um, I hate to say it, but this is the broad way. This is just... Rock music with a Christian veneer on it. That's all it is. 
Broad is the way which leads to destruction, and many there be that go thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leads to life, and few there be that find it. You're not going to find it through Christian rock. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Well, I would venture to say the false prophets of the Christian contemporary music industry are the artists themselves. This is their message. Look at their lives. We've just looked at a few of them. We're going to look at many more, if Lord willing. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Have we seen some evil fruit today? I think that's all we've seen. A good tree cannot bringeth forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bringeth forth good fruit. That doesn't mean you're going to walk around in sinless perfection. Okay? If we say we have no sin, we, we lie and the truth is not in us, according to John 1. 1 John 1. doesn't mean we, we use our liberty for an occasion of the flesh or we go around trying to sin. Okay? We should strive for perfection, but... Um, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. I just haven't seen any good fruit from this. I haven't seen souls being saved. I, I mean, you look at the personal lives of these people, what we've been looking at today. You look at the, the past studies we've done on this subject in the past weeks. What can you say? I mean, it, it's not good. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. That's not really something I think I want to mess around with. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which in heaven. That's some scary stuff. CCM veteran Michael Card warns about CCM. Now he's a CCM veteran. He says, in Christianity Today... May 20th, 1996, page 22, quote, the direction, the direction and value system are getting worse faster than any of us can imagine, end of quote. That's, that's straight from the horse's mouth. This is what they're admitting to. Uh, next CCM superstar we're going to talk about, J.C. Velasquez. CCM star J.C. Velasquez Starring role in the movie Chasing Pappy confirms Card's warning. Chicago Sun-Times famed movie critic Roger Ebert describes Chasing Pappy. Now remember, she's the CCM superstar, J.C. Velasquez. She was in this movie called Chasing Pappy. I had to remove the cover for the, for the movie because it was pretty much inappropriate the way they were dressed. Three women after one guy. And one of them is this J.C. Velasquez. Okay, um, Roger Ebert of the Siskel and Ebert fame, the movie critics, describes Chasing Pappy as a, quote, feature-length jiggle, jiggle show with Charlie's Angels transformed into Latina bimbos. End of quote. Ebert compares Chasing Pappy to the nearly nude magazine Maxim. Walmart even removed Maxim for its filth. It's pretty bad when Walmart, Satan Mart, does that. Pappy, he writes, would make your average Maxim reader feel right at home. One scene in Chasing Pappy is the three women, including J.C., hiding in Pappy's bedroom, wearing very, very skimpy red lingerie. When Pappy appears, they all seductively pop out. Ebert says the scene looks like a fashion show by Victoria's Secret. Another reviewer says Chasing Pappy is a lubricious, as as lubricious as a centerfold. Lubricious means sexual arousal or lustful. Nice. Unbelievably, Velasquez tells CCM, quote, with my music and now this movie, I feel like I've been given a platform. More than ever, I want to use that platform to be authentic about my faith to people that may not know God. End of quote. 
is, is this not just jaw-dropping? This is just unbelievable. She wants to use this whore-slut platform that she's firmly established, not only in her concerts, but now in this Chasing Pappy movie. movie. As a platform to be authentic about her faith to people that may not know God? Is that a lot like mocking God? I, I just, it's, it's incomprehensible. And then it goes on to say, how can anyone be authentic about their faith by appearing in a lustful movie that is compared to a centerfold wearing red skimpy lingerie in a man's bedroom, obviously wanting to have sex with him, and evidently all these three women are competing, these Latina bimbo women are competing to vie to have sex with this guy. What other conclusion could you come to? I mean, just the cover alone that I couldn't really include on, on the in the PDF says that clear as day. Can people really be that spiritually blind? Velasquez proudly tells CCM after her concerts, quote, I always get letters saying um, from, I guess, mothers or dads, I always get letters saying, you dress too sexy. I was offended. I'm never taking my kid to your show again, end of quote. And she proudly proclaims that as though it's a badge of honor. That she dresses like a whore? And people were offended? And they're never going to go to her show again? And she thinks that's good? (laughs) Oh, my word. I mean, I just... This is just unbelievable. But it needs to be exposed. Next group. Even science. Or seance. I don't know. Another revealing testimony to the complete spiritual blindness of CCM is the unmasking of the gothic metal band Even Seance. Even Seance's album Fallen, like Fallen Angel I'm assuming, was heavily marketed by the mega Christian music distributor Provident. And it swiftly climbed to the number one spot on Billboard's Christian charts. Now this is a whole other level of depravity we're going to be talking about right now. What we've been talking about is bad, but to me this is a whole other level of spiritual delusion and depravity. Virtually overnight, even Seance was the new shining star of the Christian music world. But there was one little itty-bitty problem. Even Seance does not even claim to be a Christian band. They don't even claim anything about Christianity. They don't want anything to do with God. They're a gothic metal band. In Entertainment Weekly, April 18th, 2003, even Seance finally could take it no longer. The spiritual blindness of the contemporary Christian music world even baffled even Seance. Guitarist Ben Moody flatly tells Entertainment Weekly, quote, We're actually high on the Christian charts, and I'm like, what the blank are we even doing there? End of quote. I blotted the word out, but it's the worst word you can use. That's what he said. Okay? The band. The other ones are saying they're Christians. Pseudo-Christians at best. But this band's not even saying they're Christian. They don't want anything to do with this stuff. They don't want to be high on the Christian charts other than the, the albums they're selling. But it's like the Christian CCM community is so deluded, so blinded, so demented that they want to take a band that is gothic metal, which you can't get much more satanic than goth. You know? Pale skin, obsessed with death, obsessed with hearses, goth band. And they want to take them and they say, oh no, no, you're Christian. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go you to the number one spot on the Billboard Christian charts almost overnight. I mean, it just I, I can't even comprehend this stuff. They don't even want to be there. And the band is complaining about it. But the Christians just eat it up. They eat it, they eat up the sin. As the Bible says. 
They eat it up. We don't care. They're, they're, we, we can find Christian messages in their music. I, I, I know there's some covert Christian group. That's what they said. And even science is saying, no, we're not. We're a gothic, dark, gothic, eerie metal band that has nothing to do with God. Our God is Satan. And the Christians over here say, oh, no, 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 that's not true. We know your intentions better than you do. We're going to say you're Christian because we can find some hidden message in your music. That's essentially what they did. Uh, and the, the, article, the author of the article says, yeah, what are they doing there? What are they doing there at the number one on the Christian charts? Here is how spiritually blind CCM Magazine reviewed even science, even seances fallen. Even science's unapologetic de- declaration of faith. Unapologetic declaration of faith. In songs like Tourniquet and Whisper have Christian message boards buzzing with a commentary about the band's seemingly brave Jesus agenda. End of quote. And it's like they go to even science and they're like, what are you talking about? This has nothing to do with Christianity. Everything to do with Satan, essentially. And yet, CCM Magazine, who reviewed their album, said it was unap- their unapologetic declaration of faith. Oh, my word. I... And their brave Jesus agenda. I mean, it doesn't get more much more diluted than this. Okay, so, their unapologetic declaration of faith, their brave Jesus agenda, let's take a look at some of even, even Seance's lyrics. Let us examine their unapologetic declaration of faith. And, again, it's even, Ivana Seance, I mean, the last part of their, of their actual name is Seance. <laughs> so that's always good. You know, communication with the dead. And they're obsessed with death. And they're gothic. I mean, you know, hey, I mean, I can see why they would, they would, you know, everybody would think they're Christian. I mean, it's fair, real fair mistake. I mean, anyway, uh, let's 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 examine some of their unapologetic declaration of faith in farther in the song "Farther Away." Even Seance sings, "Quote: I sold my soul just to hide the light." In this case, uh, this is Lucifer, whose name means light bearer. Okay. No, that's my comment, but that's what I think they're referencing there. And then the song goes on to say, and quote, and now I see what I really am, a thief, a whore, and a liar, end of quote. Is this the kind of music our Christian youth should be listening to? Would anyone with any spiritual discernment possibly believe this is Bible-believing Christian music? In their song, imagery, but see, we know that that is absolutely 100% of the case, because as soon as the album was released, it was rocketed to number one on the Christian contemporary charts. See, that's all I need to know, to know that a large mass of people that call themselves Christians embraced it wholeheartedly. Uh, okay. In their song, Imagery, it even throws in a little Wicca pagan New Age doctrine. Um, and it says... Imagery, uh, even science, this is from the album Fallen. Again, there's no red flags here, none at all. Last part of their name means seance, you know, Fallen is in Fallen Angel. They sing, they're a goth metal band. I mean, you know, what's not Christian here, you know, obviously. Uh, in this song, Imagery, it says, Oh, how long, oh, how I long for the deep sleep dreaming, the goddess of imagery light. Talk about a lot about light and goddesses and stuff like that. In their song Whisper, even science sings, quote, This truth drives me into madness, and fallen angels are at my feet, who whisper voices at my ear, death before my eyes. End of quote. Now, that's, you know, that's Christian. Come on. Why can't we all just lighten up? Anyway, who with any real Christian spiritual discernment could honestly recommend and endorse this to Christian young people? How different from the words of the Lord Jesus Christ in John 8.32, which says, quote, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. End of quote. And CCM Magazine praises this wickedness for their unapologetic declaration of faith. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really unapologetic. They are, they are unapologetic, but it's not because they have a declaration of faith. They're unapologetic about 
you know, why in the blank are we on the top of the Christian charts? We don't want to be there. Well, I don't think they would want to be labeled that. If they're a goth band, other than the money they're going to make, you know, they're tarnishing the reputation almost in the goth circles. I would think they'd look at it that way. Uh, let's go further. And CCM Magazine praises this wickedness for their unapologetic declaration of faith and their brave Jesus agenda. How can anyone possibly be that spiritually blind? No wonder singer Amy Lee also tells Entertainment Weekly, I guarantee that if the Christian bookstore owners listened to some of those songs, they would not sell the CD. End of quote. This is the lead singer of this group. Telling the Christian bookstore owners, if you would just listen to the CDs, you wouldn't, you wouldn't sell them. Well, I wouldn't give them that much credit, Amy. The love of money is the root of all evil. And when I walk into a Christian bookstore, that's what I see more than anything. The love of money. A lot of them flat out, they'll sell all their Catholic garbage too, right alongside the supposed Christian stuff, all the little Christian trinkets and everything else that they sell. I'm not saying everything's wicked in a Christian bookstore, but a lot of it is. All the false Bibles, all of the man-centered books that you can read. I don't, I don't normally point people to books most of the time. On rare occasions, I will. I just tell people to go, go to the Word of God. You know, because there's so many books out there, and there's so much deception and delusion that I just generally do not point people to books most of the time. I point them to the Word of God. That's what we really need. I'm not saying all books are bad, but you got to really be careful. It's like a minefield. And books that are really going to tell it like it is, hardcore stuff about the Bible, most of the time you're not going to find those in a Christian bookstore anyway. You're going to find the fluff and the junk and this kind of garbage, these types of CDs. Well, the Bible says, in, you know, regarding these Christian bookstore owners, for the love of money is the root of all evil, 1 Timothy 6.10, while, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I, I felt that way about Christian bookstores a long, long time, for a long time. For the most part, it's, it's primarily abominations that I believe they're marketing in. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Just like even seance, right? I mean, they're following after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Right, yeah. A gothic metal band that wants nothing to do with God. Yeah. They're great examples for Christians. I can see why it rocketed to the top of the charts almost overnight. And then the next verse. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto art thou art called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Now, what does this, what does that testify to the spiritual discernment of the contemporary Christian music world? Compare CCM's misleading brave Jesus agenda and the unapologetic declaration of faith review of Fallen's to MTV's review of Fallen. Okay, so the CCM said they had this brave Jesus agenda. An unapologetic declaration of faith. And then they go to even science and they're like, what are you talking about? We, we don't even know why we're at the top of these charts. We, I mean, we, we want essentially nothing to do with God. We're goths. Well, then MTV reviewed the album. And what they said, which was honest, way more honest than what you got from the CCM review, they said, quote, the, of, the, of this album Fallen, it says, sounds like, quote, sounds like exactly how they look meaning the group, how they look. Dark, eerie, and unabashedly rocking. End of quote. Oh, that's that's definitely Christian, right? Dark, eerie, and unabashedly rocking? I mean, I've got some pictures. I mean, this one girl, yeah, she doesn't have reptilian slits in her eyes. She, she looks like she does. The one girl that's, that's the lead singer. I mean, they look so morbid. It's like they forgot to take their happy pills or something. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's... I actually even give you the link to that review. Of course, I'm not saying go to it, but... So, what's the difference? The secular world is simply listening to the music and making an honest evaluation. 
And the CCM crowd, as even Seance's lead singer told Entertainment Weekly, quote, There are people hell-bent on the idea that we're a Christian band in disguise and that we have some secret message, end of quote. But they're not. She got that right. They are hell-bent. There is no way the Holy Spirit of God ever led anyone to recommend even seance to Christian young people. Not in a million years. In Matthew 13.5, the Lord Jesus Christ describes some people whose heart is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing. This is part, and a big part, I believe, and, and total evidence of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where it says, and for this cause, God will send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. When you buy these CDs, and I believe they're cursed, just like I believe the, the um, rock CDs are cursed, I don't know if it's to the same degree, but I don't believe it's good. You're bringing a cursed object into your house. This is total evidence of that portion of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, which is totally in regard to the end times in which we're living in and further moving into. God is sending them this strong delusion that they will believe a lie. That they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. I mean, this is having pleasure in unrighteousness. Putting these types of devils on pedestals, buying and going and spending your money on their wicked wares that they're putting out. And who knows what kind of demonic connection is, is there with the music as well. We've talked about that in previous teachings. I mean, you know, this even seance, they're, they're totally operating through the power of devils and demons. I mean, they're, they're unapologetic about it, essentially. They're a dark, gothic band. And the CCM crowd somehow puts some kind of Christian veneer on them and sanctions it and puts their stamp of approval so that moms and dads would read some review and say, Oh, okay, honey, you can go get this CD. It's Christian. Unbelievable. Strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Be really careful what you're taking pleasure in. And that you're not spiritually blinded. I mean, because this is so obvious. This is so in your face. You know, it's just unbelievable. Uh, they hear it, but because of the deception in their heart, they can no longer hear the truth anymore. A perfect description of many in the contemporary Christian music. They are so caught up in the rock music, they are not spiritually capable of hearing truth anymore. The prince of this world has blinded their eyes that they cannot see. They've given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. See, what this tells me is that the very, very vast majority of people that call themselves Christians, that participate in this, I believe the vast majority, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying the vast majority are not saved. Their heart is wax gross, their ears are dull of hearing, they cannot see with their eyes, or hear with their ears, they don't understand with their heart, and as a result, they're not converted, they're not saved. For the most part. Matthew 13, 15, that was the verse there. So, um, Let's go further. Carmen. Good old Carmen. Carmen. When Elvis and the Beatles first appeared, the secular world was shocked as teenage girls screamed in lustful affection for their gods, which they were. Um, Shout Magazine says of Carmen, quote, just the mention of his name brings excitement to the thongs of fans 
the throngs, I'm sorry, of fans, many of whom are women. End of quote. Carmen tells Shout, quote, I don't know what I do to attract women. I'm just trying to do what God told me to do a long time ago and bring the gospel to the world. End of quote. Oh, man. And then this article goes on to say, yeah, right. The Minneapolis Star Tribune, in an article titled, Is He Elvis? Is He John Travolta? Two, two great people to compare him to. Nope, he's Carmen. Describes a sensual, carnal, and ungodly Carmen concerts as, quote, On his toes, he's a deep voice Elvis, swiveling his hips until the pointed finger disco of Saturday Night Fever kicks in. And then he's suddenly John Travolta. With a BG shrill, he raps, he rocks, he line dances. End of quote. Sounds pretty Christian to me. I mean, it doesn't sound like he's acting like the world at all, right? I mean, no. Um, for some strange reason, I do not think swiveling your hips, rapping or rocking, line dancing, Elvis and John Travolta impersonations is what the Lord Jesus Christ had in mind when he said in Mark sixteen fifteen, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Because remember, that's what he's, he's all about, right? Preaching the gospel. Uh, to no great surprise, Carmen, Carmen's, quote, the official riot tour book, R-I-O-T, like the word riot, his official riot tour book lists Carmen's dream duet with none other than sex symbol heartthrob, Tom Jones. You know, Tom Jones out of Vegas. Oh, my word. Slime buckets. I'm sorry, but I mean, these guys, I mean, they're, they're, they're evil. That's his dream duet, to be with Tom Jones. As entertaining display of irony occurred when the Carmen printed his back page ad uh, on the USA Today Life section for October 29th, 1998. He printed on the back of the life section, of the USA Today um, life section. Um, it says here something about Halloween 316. You mean like John 316? You mean that verse in the Bible? Something to ha having to do with Halloween 316. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life? Is that like a mockery of John 3.16? Doesn't sound good. I mean, that one guy, Stone Cold Steve Austin, had that devil shirt that he wore, Austin 3.16. Most people didn't know what that was in, in WWF wrestling, fake wrestling, demonic garbage. He had the audacity to have Austin 3.16 as his logo. I don't know, but... In the article, it says something about Halloween 316, and I'm looking at the actual ad that appeared on the back of the USA Today Life section, October 29, 1998, and it says, he sold more than 7 million records. He has three platinum and four gold videos. See him live, and the H in him is capitalized. Like God. The ad stated, referring to Carmen, see him live, the H in the hymn was capitalized. To capitalize a pronoun other than at the beginning of a sentence is to emphasize deity or God. The capitalization of a pronoun is reserved for God only. Sound familiar? It was the same lie Satan told Eve in Genesis 3.5 when he says, ye shall be as gods. Except that's small g. See him live. And then it has a picture of Carmen right below it. And then it says, Carmen, live on Halloween. TBN, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it has a blow-up of See Him Live. And it's the, it's, it's cap and, and, the, and the L in live is not capitalized. So it's not like they were just capitalizing the start of every word. It's only him that's capitalized. According to CCM, this little typo cost Carmen $300,000. Now, I don't know how it cost him $300,000, but it did. 
So, that's pretty bad. Carmen's resurrection rap video is some of the worst blasphemy I've ever witnessed. The video has the Lord Jesus Christ as a confused street hippie. The Pharisees and the Apostles are black street gang members. And the crucifixion takes place not on Calvary, but in a back alley gang fight. The body of the Lord Jesus is then thrown into a garbage dumpster. In the video. And here's some pictures of Carmen's resurrection rap. And they actually show this version of Jesus being thrown into the dumpster. And then this other Jesus, which is a guy that has like this, you know, it looks like a mop pole that, that he's running, run, and he's like this hippie version Jesus. Yeah, that's Carmen for you. Now, again, I'm just doing little mini, mini things on each one of these guys. I'm not doing in-depth on, on anybody. But um, other than we did pretty in-depth one on Striper. Just don't have time. But hopefully that'll be enough for you to, uh, if you were debating throwing your good old Carmen CDs out, wouldn't it be better to err on the side of safety? Now, let's talk about DC Talk. Oh, no, not DC Talk. Yes, DC Talk. Dallas Morning News, April 27, 1996, describes DC Talk concert as, quote, teenagers' shrieks filled the Dallas convention moments before DC Talk took the stage Friday night. One of the relatively few grown-ups in the sold-out crowd observed, quote, this is just like the Beatles, end of quote. The secular rocker, Kurt Cobain, is among rock's worst antichrist figures. Cobain went around his neighborhood spray-painting Abort Christ and God is Gay. Kurt Cobain did this, okay? Now, he, Kurt Cobain died. Kurt Cobain's in hell right now, okay? Um, but the CCM group DC Talk pays homage to this antichrist Kurt Cobain by singing his song, quote, All Apologies, in their own concerts. You notice all this crossover? The CCM trying to bring in these secular songs? I don't see a lot of rock groups trying to sing um, Christian contemporary music. Because they don't want anything to do with that garbage. But see, the CCM groups long to have the true roots of rock and roll embraced by so-called Christians. They want that. You know? So much so that a lot of them sing their songs. And I've given you umpteen examples of these CCM groups adopting these songs. Point of Grace singing Earth, Wind, and Fire. The the Striper Band singing all those covering songs of, of all those different satanic rock groups. We've given you many, many examples of this already. Here's another one. They sing the song All Apologies by Kurt Cobain in their concerts. Toby McKeon of DC Talk told USA Today, quote, sometimes being labeled a Christian band, we consider that a negative. I bet you do. I bet you do. A reporter for the San Diego North County Reader, February 19, 1996, covering a DC Talk concert, writes, quote, we both laughed during the buildup for the encore of the Purple Haze Jesus Freak portion of the concert. As several young fans cried almost in unison, these guys are the blank, man. It was a cuss word. Purple haze, like what Jimi Hendrix sang? Demon-possessed Jimi Hendrix, who admitted he was demon-possessed? And their Jesus Freak song? Yeah, we're going to talk about that, too. The kicker is what the member of DC Talk said when asked what he thought about the satanic Marilyn Manson band. Now, Marilyn Manson, I just talked about him. I give you a picture here of this demonic devil from the pit of hell. Probably the most evil person I really view, the most evil person in all of whatever. The rock genre. Maybe, maybe there's far more evil, but he is one of the most overtly antichrist uh, figures in all of rock music. I mean, just so sick, twisted, perverted, and warped is this guy that, I mean, he's a high priest in the, in the Church of Satan. Practicing. Anyway, the kicker is what members of DC Talk said when they asked what he thought about the satanic Marilyn Manson. This is what, what is, so DC Talk would obviously um, denounce Marilyn Manson and all satanic garbage and, and, and antichrist actions, right? 
Oh no. For those who don't know, Marilyn Manson blasphemes the name of Jesus Christ horribly. I'm talking Marilyn Manson, the freak weirdo, the sicko, the deceived one, who doesn't veil his contempt for Jesus Christ in any way, shape, or form. Here, I'm reading right from this article from uh, Time Magazine, October 12, 1998. This is what Time Magazine had to say about this subject. Social critics have long debated whether rock and roll is the devil's music or heaven-inspired. The latest Billboard album charts should add fuel to that theological fire. Last week, DC Talk's album, Supernatural, debuted at number four on the secular rock. Okay, so now we've got crossover. We've got purely satanic metal goth bands debuting number one on the Christian charts. And now we've got supposedly Christian bands debuting very, very high on the secular rock charts. See things, you see the degradation? DC Talk's album, Supernatural, debuted at number four, landing between Psychic Circus by Kiss, yes, Kiss is still around, Knights and Satan Service, or Kings and Satan Service, whatever one you like. They debuted between, um, they debuted number four between Psychic Circus by Kiss at number three, and Mechanical Animal by Marilyn Manson at number five. Well, they're saying what's right between. They're right where they need to be, right? I mean, that's, I guess, where they need to be. But while the demonic Manson courts controversy and the geriatric kiss covets relevance, whatever that means, DC Talk is appealing to a higher power. Oh, yeah. The Christian rockers consider the Almighty their greatest musical influence. Asked, asked his opinion of Marilyn Manson, whose last album was titled Antichrist Superstar, DC Talks' Kevin Mack said, quote, I'd love to hang with him and discuss 80s music, end of quote. This is DC Talk. Maybe they should talk literature. Manson's autobiography was titled Long Road Out of Hell. Should be Long Road Into Hell. Yeah, that's DC Talk. One of DC Talk's biggest releases was Jesus Freak. And leader Toby McKeon starts some concerts off by screaming, Welcome to the Freak Show. There's just one problem, Toby. My Lord Jesus Christ is not a freak. He's the only begotten Son of God, according to Philippians 2, 9-11. through There's an interesting story behind the making of DC Talk's Jesus Freak video. You'll like this. Which has broken all kinds of records throughout the music industry. In the video, DC Talk, DC Talk sucks in their cheeks glares at the camera, and takes turns jumping and cowering in a little stone cell while strobe lights flash and illuminate their bug-eyed faces. And this is the most popular Christian video in America, at least at the time of this writing. That's what they act like in this video. Like total idiots and morons. Jesus Freak was directed by Englishman Simon Maxwell. Here's a little history of DC, for DC Talk fans. Maxwell broke into the secular rock video industry in a big way by directing the, quote, closer video for the satanic and vile band Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails have made a video showing a mockery of a monkey crucified on a cross. DC Talk was watching one of Nine Inch Nails' videos and liked Maxwell's style. This is the guy that was making the video. They liked his style. The same, the, the same guy that, the, the, I mean, Nine Inch Nails is really, really nasty. Really, really nasty. And I think that Nine Inch Nails is a mockery of the spikes they drove into Jesus Christ's hands. I'm pretty sure it is. Their management then, DC Talks management then contacted Simon Maxwell, the same one that were doing all these satanic overt music videos. They contacted Simon Maxwell at the Underground in Los Angeles and hired him to do the Jesus Freak Project. This is how Jesus Freak came about. I can remember this when I was a baby Christian, this song was popular. It is also interesting to note that Nine Inch Nails singer Trent Renor is the producer of an album for another satanic secular band called Marilyn Manson, whose leader is associated with Anton LaVey of the Church of Satan. What a wicked thread ties all these liars together. LaVey supports Manson, LaVey, who wrote the Satanic Bible, 
LeVay who started the, the first church of Satan? Or the, or the church of Satan? Yeah, the same one. LeVay supports Manson, Marilyn Manson, who uses Renzor, who is the singer for uh, Nine Inch Nails, who uses Maxwell, who is the satanic guy that puts out all the music videos, who directed the, the biggest DC Talk video ever made. Jesus freak. One big happy satanic family. And now you know why this this whole teaching is regarding hidden Luciferians within Christian culture. If they're not hidden Luciferians, they're pretty close to it. If they're not, they're still doing Satan's work. So that's all we have for today. I'm just about ready to run out of battery here, so I'm going to go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and all you've given us. I pray, Lord God, that your truth would go forth and be preached worldwide, wherever deception is, Lord God, I pray you would uncover it. I pray you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness and cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us, Lord, that thy name be glorified, Lord God, on all the earth, that you would use this truth and wherever your truth is preached or taught worldwide for your glory and that many would be converted and saved as a result of blind eyes being opened and and ears being opened, Lord God, that um, you that you would be able to save many, many people, Lord God, as a result of, of this deception being exposed. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.